top shelf fantasy. It's Great North. Woo! Brought to us by our uh, faithful uh, book burner, Mike Mahoney. Welcome we to doing? the podcast. Thank you, thank you. First time on. How, how's it feel? Feels great. <laughs> yeah, so far so good. Five seconds in, you haven't you haven't sworn. Yeah. No, there we go. I'll but try my but best. you can say fuck. I'll try my hey, best. Hey, FCC it's, a, it's, a, it's all right. We already we 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 got a lot of people swearing. I'm, I'm sure Corey's hey. heated about Aaron Rodgers doing well. He's doing, doing well. He's just doing well, he fact. says to me. He's just got to get over the fact that Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback. The guy beat me by point, like two, two points. It's all his fault. Sony <laughs> Michelle, also, by the way, dead to me. Yeah. Don't ever call. Don't text. Did Sony Michelle just lose his job to Damian Harris, though? Psh, Pretty probably. sure he lost his I job. I think we all hope Harris so. before Damian Harris hit the field. That's true. Damian, Damian Harris, Damian Harris I will actually say, did. looks in great shape. <laughs> He's a he's a big boy. Dude's ripped. Yeah. Also, he's better than Sony. You know what I didn't know oh, was that he lot. and uh, he and Stidham grew up together in Alabama. They yeah. were talking about it during the during the broadcast last night. I was like, oh, that's news to me. That's pretty cool. Like you grew up as an eight year old handing the ball off to your buddy, and then <laughs> we got more we got more bugs in here. The studio <laughs> is filled with mosquitoes. You hear the clap, you know something's getting whacked. But yeah, like imagine you grew up handing the ball off to your brother, or your your friend down in uh, in Alabama, and then twenty years later you're doing it in the NFL. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, and not it's even good, twenty. They're young yourself, like fifteen years later. Uh, yeah. So week four is in the books. Top shelf fantasy. Top shelf Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, yep. Going into week five, and we're down another two running backs. So that this is fun. But I think um, one's coming back, right? Yeah, you know preseason. One should be coming back. Um, I don't Bell. know who you're referring to. Love Bell. Uh, I don't know. Make it, make it, I, he's not know coming what, back, bro. You know what? He's got Adam Gase as a coach. He ain't Thank you. Back. I, I was gonna say I don't <laughs> he's trust off that yet. The IR. <laughs> um, Lose two co- uh, lose two RBs, lost the coach. Bill O'Brien got fired. All right. Um, so we're going over week four notes, kind of what we saw in all of the uh, all the recaps, all the games. We got Mr. Mike Mahoney on to go through some of the betting lines that the the book burners put out there. Um, we start with the Jags and the Bengals. Bengals beating the Jags thirty three to twenty five, and that schmuck who bet one point four million dollars just to make half a million. Wonder how he's feeling right now. You get to spend money to make money, but he did. That not. was. I feel like <laughs> so that was just telling, a bad idea. I was gonna say. So you're telling me you're gonna spend twice as much to make half as much as you put down? Triple, right? Yeah. One point four for yeah. five hundred. Come on. That's but you only had one point five. Now you walk out with almost two. Now you don't. Have <laughs> now you have none. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, that's not the betting mentality that us uh, gambling addicts I'm operate confused. with. Confused. I thought he won that bet. No, I think he lost. No, no, he I bet. He, he bet, bet for the Jag. No, he bet for the Jags to uh, uh, beat the Bengals and beat the spread. I believe, right? Yeah, I could have sworn he bet the over. All right, and well, moved the over still. under from forty three and a half to fifty. Ridiculous. Could have been. Um, could have been. Craig, fantasy. What did we see? Uh, I saw Joe Mixon have a yeah, career day. I think a lot of us saw Joe Mixon. A lot of Joe Mixon. Yeah. What do you have? Thirty-three fantasy points, three touchdowns. Yeah, two rushing, one receiving. I think. And yeah. I mean, a good, a good, healthy dose of yardage, good attempts. I mean, good yards per carry. Everything looked good for him. I mean, you can't, you can't knock the performance. It's, it's, it is what it is. It's legit. But can he keep doing it? No. I don't know. I mean, I'll historically, tell you, Joe Mixon saw a lot of Miles Jack on one of those touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, T. Higgins was was another bright spot for Cincinnati again. 
getting four catches for 77 yards, I think, is is, is uh, what you're looking for if you're not scoring a touchdown if you're T. Higgins. Because last week he had the two touchdowns on, like, 30 yards. So right, yeah. getting yardage is, a, is another positive sign. And I always, like, to I do this to myself, well, mostly just to torture myself. But you think, okay, he went four for 77. If he grabbed a touchdown, that's a great day. That's a 13-point day. I'd be very happy. So touchdowns you can't predict. They're hard to predict, but they're part of fantasy. And Sometimes you like to apply them to make your point. Other times you like to remove them to make your point. But <laughs> oh, dude, it's all about uh, making your point. Absolutely. I won't, uh, I won't let the truth stop me from making my point. Joe Burrow proving he's the best quarterback uh, in, in this draft class. If there was any doubters, he went over 300 yards for a <laughs> in, third time in a row. Again. In, in fairness, he hasn't competed. I mean, Tua hasn't seen the field, so we can't really comp him. And Justin Herbert. Herbert looks good. He just has limited you know, exposure. But... Point of story is Barrow's throwing the ball a lot. Three hundred more, another three hundred yard game, another touchdown. Not to AJ Green though, no, dude. AJ Green, we'll, we'll be talking about AJ Green. Um, Browns, Cowboys, Cowboys Browning themselves. <laughs> um, I, boy, do I hate this. Uh, Browns won forty nine to thirty eight, which like I'm pretty sure the Browns' final score of forty nine like doubled their point total to the season going into this game. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know what you guys saw, but I, I hated every minute of the, oh, my boy CD though. A couple of TDs. Another, that yep, was nice. Another good game. Yeah. They were up by so much at one point and it was like 41 to 14 or something like that. If I can do the math right No, but it was, it was a lot. And I would have not expected that again. The Cowboys have no idea how to play in the first half. No, I don't, I mean, I don't think they have any idea how to play defense. That, that's exactly it. They, they haven't stopped anything all year. Every game they've played, it's been huge point totals against them. And yeah, like, you scored 38 points this week. You should win a football game if you score 38 points. They, they did it a week ago. So they keep scoring a ton of points and just getting outscored. And I know they've got, they've got a couple injuries and, you know, you want to cut them some slack. But Mike McCarthy might have a real short tenure in Dallas if he doesn't figure this out. At least well, Jason Garrett had the common decency to go 8-8. Eight and eight. <laughs> did, did, did I also see the fact that they have never started one in three under Jason Garrett. Really? Is that true? Let's I, bring I have in. No idea. He was there for a long time. Let's bring the like. old. In, in the most recent, ever since everybody wanted to get rid of Jason Garrett. I mean, probably in be... the last five, six years or so. I feel like if you eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight, eight and eight. I think year. they also usually had a few more games against their conference or, or sorry, their division, and uh... which is by far the worst division in football. Exactly, and that than, usually helps them get a couple, a couple early. You mean games. the the leading team being one, two, and one uh, doesn't make I it mean, good. Uh, <laughs> I think the Dolphins would have a chance in that division. Yeah, and then uh, on the Brown side, Odell looked good. Odell came back, had a big. He game. didn't just look good. He, he looked, looked back. He looked yeah. Odell. He, he looked well, like Odell. I mean, yeah. they they had to get him the ball. Yeah, the yeah. Browns it's about time. Browns figured right. it out. Give him the ball however yeah. you can. Runs, short was, passes, long passes. Jarvis it, Landry throwing passes. You're right. I think it was I which don't know was, was a great pass. Who knew Jarvis Landry was a lefty? <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was one of those runs that you could just uh, see Odell, you know, carving out the defense along the sideline. And you go, yep, that's Odell. That's vintage Odell. So that that looked good. And Dernis Johnson. Or D Ernest, I don't know. D Ernest, the yeah. coldest to ever do it. Yeah, he he looked <laughs> he looked uh, pretty good. We'll see. Uh, he's going to be coming up on the he's waiver gonna, wire. He's yeah. going to be a big name. Yeah, with Chubb down for a month plus, I think yep. I I've been seeing six weeks. I've been seeing more. I've been seeing less. It's like I thought I saw MCL, but we have ankle in here. I'm not sure, but either way, whatever he's got it going, was an, it it had it to have been an ankle. ankle. 
No, somebody reported it was an ankle. Chubb was holding his knee. So whoever reported it as an ankle, I don't know if they know the difference, but there's two very different parts of well, the body. Your, all your I knee got bone's is... connected to your ankle bone, so... It's got to be all that's, <laughs> that's why we bring him on. <laughs> For the medical <laughs> expertise. The but money. no, I got, I got Rap Sheet's tweet right in front of me. He says six weeks with an MCL. Um, okay. So... Yeah. Against. But but somebody did report it as an ankle, not just right. in the funny bone you know, goes. You know what's funny? <laughs> Elbow bone is connected to your ouch bone. Yeah. It ain't no funny. They you call can it a funny bone. But it actually, funny. if you crack your ankle at the top part of your knee, or the, the bottom part of your knee actually can also break and, and do some, uh, you know, damage to your ankle. Is that what happened to you, turning that double play? They actually <laughs> told me, they said, we have to do an x-ray on your knee as well, because that could have happened. I knew that that was going to be it. That's why I asked. But, oh, uh, boy. but again, this is Nick Chubb, let's remember. So, MCL injury, six weeks, sure. But the Browns, if they're smart, should be cautious with him. I mean, they have Kareem Hunt, they have Darren Johnson, who look good in a replacement role. If they're doing fine and the Browns continue to put up points and they're winning games, why bring him back early? Because I have him on my fantasy team. Right. I know. From a fantasy perspective, I want my guy out there. But he, like, was, he was like one of three running backs left that were drafted in the first round this year. Yeah. It's yeah. brutal. But again, from a, a Browns perspective, I don't think they're in a hurry to bring the guy back, which is no. concerning as a fantasy Because Because not only, you know, Johnson, they have Dontrell Hilliard, who has also yeah. showed. And he's been there for a long time. Like, yeah. So, you know, that that's all well and good. Um, last thing I think I, w- I wanted to get to on this was Michael Gallup. Uh, not doing so hot, and it was Amari Cooper and CD Lamb show. Yeah. It was it was a CD Lamb show with just a, a race with a Amari side of Cooper. Amari Cooper with just a side Amari Cooper with, with sixteen targets points. of Amari yeah, didn't, Cooper. Didn't he have like twenty seven <laughs> points. <laughs> I forget about those. I'll tell you what though. Just, I love I mean, CD. Dallas can't play defense, but that's okay with me because I have Dak Prescott who I continues to throw up fifty five points a week and yeah. I he's like the only reason I'm winning my fantasy. The dude's yeah. gonna average five hundred yards a game at the end of the season. Like Dude, he's for, great he's, for fantasy. What was the exact yards? What is it like 504. Yep. Okay. That's wild. So some quick math. He's on pace to throw for 8,000 yards a <laughs> season. <laughs> That's the way it seems at this point, but he's gonna need to because his defense is awful. Yeah. Um so Saints beat Lions uh, 35 to 29, but I really thought the Lions were going to give the Saints a run for their money. When it was 14 nothing, I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. David Blau and his Lions. Oh, wait, no, Matt Stafford's the quarterback. So sorry, Craig. Well, if they had, if they, they had David Blau. <laughs> um, but yeah, I felt like the Lions just, they came out real, real hot. Um, so, I mean, I, mean they, I know there's some news uh, notes in here, so. They pushed him. I mean, Galladay is Galladay. He's going to get his points. He's yeah. going to get his numbers. Stafford's going to throw him the ball. Uh, you know, AP continues to carry the ball more than anybody else. Swift seems to be the passing back, and that's really it. But AP only had 11 touches. I'm not scrambling to go get him. Right. He was effective with them, but it's still only 11. It was it was hard for me to want to start him this week against the Saints, and it was hard for me to want to start uh, DeAndre Swift, who I have held on to. And it's at this point I'm looking at it, and I go, Dude, like, what? at what point am I going to know that you're going to get me fantasy points? Because, yeah, he had the – I think he had the receiving touchdown, if I'm not mistaken, and I still wouldn't have guessed it. So it, it's, just, it's just tough in that backfield for sure. Um, I think moving over on the Saints side, I really would have wished that Lat Murray just didn't exist in this game because I wanted Kamara to get me forty. Yeah, <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Why to not? continue yeah. to get you forty. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. but Lat Murray had fourteen carries, looking like yeah, the running exactly. back to own right now, Kamara. Oh, absolutely. He's yep. he's the guy. But Lat Murray screwed me. Got two, you know, vultured two touchdowns. But I think that just goes to show too, like Lat Murray is the guy that you have to hold. Like yeah. if yeah. if and. 
you know, any given week, he can put up points by himself. Um, well, and Kamara goes down, well, he's your guy. Well, yeah, I'm saying, right. you know, at the beginning of the year, everybody's like, oh, Madison, he's the number one handcuff to have when Dalvin Cook goes down. So, like, at this point, do you put Lat Murray up in that category because of yep. games like this? Oh, for yep. sure. Oh, yeah. I, even, I would he, think he's higher. Uh, even so, yeah. even if yeah. Kamara doesn't go down, Lat Murray's still getting the ball. Yeah, Absolutely. He's, he's right there. And, yeah, like you said, maybe even higher than Madison with the current Viking situation. But we'll get there. Um, passing game. Trey Gwan Smith, Craig. Trey Gwan friggin' Smith. <laughs> if only we had listened to you. You know, it, it's it's tough. You know, fantasy football is tough, but he's going to be completely gone once Michael Thomas comes back. He's so the, it uh, won't matter. It's the Quintez Cephas. Dude, everyone's, <laughs> everyone's going to like drop probably maybe $15, $20 in fab or put him in their first waiver claim if they need a wide receiver. And they're just going to be disappointed because Michael Thomas is going to come back. Yeah. And Emmanuel Sanders, who also looked good, is going to be the guy on the opposite side. That's just how it's going to be. Yep. Um, my boy TJ Hawkinson finding the end zone again. Love that. Uh, spread play of the week. Sea- uh, Seattle in Miami. Seattle beats them 31 23. I started Ryan Fitzmagic. I said the stat line wasn't going to be pretty. It was pretty disgusting. Still but I still I still hit 23, 23 fantasy yeah. points. You're not going to complain about points. 23 fantasy <laughs> no. points. That's in from Ryan Fitzmagic? Yeah. From Fitzmagic? Yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah, for a guy you picked up for nothing. Like, I literally, we had our runner-up thing going on. I dropped Keelan Cole, picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick in case Mahomes didn't go. And I wouldn't have been upset with 23. Yeah. I mean, he ran one in. <laughs> that was very helpful. But yeah. Mobile quarterback, basically. <laughs> The least mobile. He had the most rushing yards, actually. 47 rushing yards. He had 47 on Miles Gaskin's 40. Yeah. On last attempts. Will they just pick somebody at this point? I mean, I thought Miles Gaskin. He's starting. No, that's correct. They they talk about the running backs. Yeah. Yeah, They did pick somebody. It was Miles Gaskin. Yeah, Miles Gaskin, who goes for 40 yards on a not full Seahawks defense, who didn't have Adams, who just lost to Irving. I mean, that defense isn't fantastic by any means. They're. All right, you know they'll they'll hold their own, but Russell Wilson's going to have to throw up four touchdowns a game for them to compete every week because oh, yeah. of oh, that yeah. defense. Luckily, he feels comfortable doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, long, I best long too. ball of the league. Uh, Matt Breida knocking on the door though, three for three for thirty nine through the air. Oh no, so, Jordan, uh, Jordan Howard still knocking on the door, two for two. One, <laughs> I was going to say Breida knocking on the door as I just picked up Howard for Breida, so that's <laughs> nice. I mean, Howard is Jordan. Just... Jordan Howard is best yards per carry all freaking season. Yeah. One, averaging <laughs> one, yeah, averaging one yard per carry because he's got like fifteen for fifteen and three touchdowns. Then you had Devontae Parker who showed up. I mean, ten for one ten. That's a good day for him. Twelve targets. That's what you want. And Disappointed in Preston Williams. Preston Williams. What yeah. else is new? Yeah. One for fifteen, man. That ain't gonna do it. I was in, also disappointed in Gasicki too because with Adams out, I would have expected him. But look to have at this! Look at this pass distribution, dude. You're seeing Parker, Ford, Breida, Grant. Who the hell is Durham, Smythe, Miles Gaskin, Mike Gasicki, Preston Wilson, Chandler Cox, Adam Shaheen? Like, stop throwing to 40 guys and throw it to the two guys that can catch. Fitzmagic don't care. He don't no, fucking care. That's the problem. He's throw it to Preston out. Williams. <laughs> He's just Preston Ball Williams out. is six foot four and runs a four four. Throw him the ball. Is yeah. Chandler Cox? Like, um, I just made those numbers up. Don't fact check me. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the Seattle side of the ball, Chris Carson showing why uh, he was probably one of the most undervalued uh, running backs going into the season. Russell Wilson being Russell Wilson. DJ Moore sighting out of nowhere. It's David Moore. Oh, you call I DJ this. Moore. David. No, I was going to say we're not talking about you the call here. DJ David. You call David DJ. I don't know how you do it. I hate Especially when the words are written in front I don't, of you. I don't know why, but why do I feel like next year DJ Moore is going to be on this team? 
Right? <laughs> he came back after Tyler Lockett. With how much Tom <laughs> mentions him being on this team, he might as well be. Boy, yeah, I'm but see, Chris Carson, he, he's going to have his games, especially because the teams are aware of the long ball of right. Russell Wilson and him being able to get outside the pocket. Yep. So Brings they, the safeties back. Yeah, you got DK Metcalf going yeah, four for exactly. 106. There's four. some space to run. Four for 106, mind Literally. you. It's not, you know, he's not catching eight balls for 100 yards. David Moore went three for 95. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so at that point, ball. you have to throw, you have to play the deep ball defense and you can't stack seven or eight in the box. And, and there are very few safeties in the league that could run with DK Metcalf, even with a 20 yard head start. So. Yeah, right. That, I mean, he is a specimen. That and is the Patriots decided they wanted to go with Nikhil Harry. In his 1.2 inch. Uh, was that, by the way, he was in the first round and Metcalf was That's in the correct. second? Yes. A whole 32 picks later. That yeah. is correct. Yeah. Way to go, Bill Belichick. I know. As much as I love the guy, I'm better than him at scouting. Uh, Chargers, Bucks. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I thought Chargers were going to give Tampa a, a nice surprise, but the Bucks end up winning 38 to 31. And this is the reason. When, you guys didn't hit the the book burners. Didn't hit the parlay. It was because the the friggin' Bucks uh, pushed it. They led. Uh... Yeah. So, I mean, oh, he's it, upset it, about it. it. I I'm not happy about it by any means. But Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and that's the reason they won by seven. Well, that that yeah. Tom Brady looked yeah. vintage. Tom Brady. Oh, five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Three hundred and what was it? Forty yards. Something 69. like that. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Yep. I mean, that's vintage Tom Brady, but yes, who would expect, you know, with how Tom Brady has been doing and how that team has been doing, I I was in question with that spread, to be honest with you. Right. I was. Um, that was one of our... It was a seven-point spread. It was a, Seven points is tough, right. especially because I know that the Chargers just held the Chiefs to not so many points, and I mean, the Chiefs' offenses, I mean, it's... Right. You can go without explaining, but... Seven points is a lot, and go yeah, I mean, figure. It's a second push in a row. I was on board with your pick, though. I mean, I thought they could. Co- I mean, I thought they would have a bigger than seven point lead. I, like, I just, I don't know. I, I mean, I was gonna sit Mike Evans though. So do, what, do, what the hell yeah, do but, I know? He had seven so, for one twenty two and a touchdown. You're with the pick, but do we need to replay the previous podcast because you were not with that pick? I, I warmed up to it. <laughs> Trust I me, I know it. you were not with that pick. I you're war- like, I'm hammering the Chargers in this game. I'm not taking the. I, I'm not taking I the warmed up to seven. it as the time went on. Mike Evans obviously sh- showed that he can ball out by himself. I thought he was going to get locked up. I watched the game and I was like, okay. Well, OJ o- Howard went down. Mm, yep. Right. Godwin's out. And the Chargers lost another defensive back. Um, I can't remember his name. Brady throws another pick six, which is oh. you know, right. Well, and I was that so was a patented. that was a bad pick six. So yeah. from from a fantasy perspective, um, and we'll be talking about Ronald Jones in a bit, but Mike Evans and Brady seem to be on the same page. So my bust of the year, feeling pretty bad about it right now. I I was on your favor on that, Tom. I was thinking at the that, beginning of the year. At the yeah. beginning of the year, I was thinking that Godwin was going for 110, 120 catches, the slot guy, ex, you know, a different kind of Edelman, and um, I was dead wrong apparently because. I didn't think Brady had the long ball in him after, you know, the Randy Moss Whoop. season because we haven't seen it that much. Right. And he's just throwing bombs to Mike Evans all day. So, it's a, they're actually not bombs. No, but there's there a couple of some, them every once in a while. He there's threw, a couple of them, he yeah. He threw a couple of nice long balls, but... I just... And Mike Evans, like, last week is, like, 10 yards, but two TDs. I'm like, what the fuck? It was this like is how three, I'm going to lose like my bust? Like, yeah. what the fuck? But, I mean, to be fair, a lot of our... Uh, 
suspicions or a lot of our hesitations about Mike Evans were predicated on Chris Godwin being on the field. Right. Him being off the field yep. is a bump for Mike Evans. I think we all knew that from day one. If if either one of them went down, it's a huge bump for the other because they don't have to split. You know, but it's also it's also a help that he has Tom Brady throwing in the ball and not Jameis Winston because you got to think even the with ball God, gets to him. with Godwin not on the field, you got to think Evans is getting the best coverage. Yep, but he's got a. Decent quarter above decent quarterback yep. in Tom Brady throwing in the ball instead of thirty for thirty. Jameis Winston, get your eyes checks. How are you? <laughs> and then uh, some injuries. OJ Howard, Achilles, probably done for the year. Oh yeah. And Austin Eckler grabs just a terrible looking hammy. I mean, he couldn't get off the field. He needed to get carted to the locker room. So yeah. So it's a grade two uh, hamstring strain, but uh, also oh, hyper. They came out only oh and yeah. a hyper and a hyperextended knee. So. That's why they think it's gonna be a month plus because he's got two parts of his leg he's trying to heal. Yeah. So it's it, it, it does not bode well for a uh, shifty running back. Because well, I, I was gonna say again, I hate to talk keep and, talking about, but I just hurt my hamstring. I walked off. I was fine. I need a cart. And I was and like, also, if he didn't tear his, I mean, I don't know what he did, but hyperextension makes sense. I know game script didn't allow it, but I'm very disappointed to see that Josh Kelly had 0.8 yards per carry. And Justin Jackson got in and had 1.5 yards per carry. So oh my God, I, I don't know what the running game looks like going forward with the two of them uh, without Eckler. Uh, one of them has to become the pass catching back. They like to do it. They, it. Who knows if there's another running back on the roster that can do it. But I haven't seen anything out of Jackson or Kelly that tells me that they can catch. Okay. So I think it's 100% Kelly. I, I would think so. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't say Jackson gets it. So Kelly's going to have to do more of it. That's a that's a tough front seven that Tampa has. Like I'm not going to crucify Kelly for it. The Chargers. Wait, you guys don't believe in Gabe, Gabe Neighbors? <laughs> well, I'm not. Is it the fullback? <laughs> yeah, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, but you got to think like there's nobody else on the roster. From what we've back. seen from Jackson and Kelly. Going back to what we said about um, Chubb earlier with the Browns, they have Kareem Hunt. And stuff right. like that. So you so you, you think about sitting him to you know sitting him extra to make sure that he is good to come back. You definitely by a long shot do not want to rush Austin Eckler coming back no. onto the field. Right. Because he, means he way too much. Way yeah. too much. The pass catching back and everything like I mean we've New contract. Seen that the, yeah, the contract, but the hammies this year. The hammies this year with no preseason in the NFL. I mean everybody's getting right up off their couch. Going to play straight NFL games in every. I mean, I'm gonna throw out my hammy just watching all these hammies go this season. That's what happened. To Jumping my, up just by down. sitting on my couch. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened to Corey. <laughs> I went couch to running to first base. One just time. Was just jumping too high, screaming at the TV at injuries. You injure yourself. You know, it is what it is. Um, all right, Ravens and I, they need a t- they these guys need a name. Just Washington pick anything. needs a name. Football team is the. The Washington. I don't appreciate that. Is a big screw yourself to the NFL for or or everybody else for making us change our team name. That's absolutely what what it is. is. That's absolutely what it is. And you know what? Wouldn't be surprised if it's the Washington football team for the next two years. Or the Washington Washingtons. Yeah, he's just (laughs) the Washington Washingtons. That would be fantastic. Um. So Haskins sucks. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna (laughs) say somebody. Somebody's got to get a note in here, but it wasn't me. Do you want me to say it? The carry distribution by the Ravens' backfield. Yeah. Seven for Lamar, nine for Gus Edwards, eight for Mark Ingram, and five for J.K. Dobbins. And you could toss in three for Robert Griffin if you want, which is like, come on, man. Why pick is Robert someone? Griffin on the yeah, field? seriously. Can he they threw just a pick, pick someone? Last week? 
They were like, all right, here, I got an idea. Let's bring in – we have enough running backs. Let's bring in another quarterback and Honestly, let him throw. what it is is it's freaking Edwards, and this is what didn't happen last year. And Edwards was pretty much hurt most of the year, and there was a little bit of Justice Hill, but it was mainly just Mark Ingram. But if one of the three – and I don't want it to be Ingram or, or J.K. Dobbins because I think they're the two better uh, backs – if Edwards just disappears, this backfield is a backfield I want to own. I want Ingram. I want J.K. Dobbins. But if Edwards is going to be stealing the, the workload from both of them and at that getting more work, because it looked like he did have more work two weeks ago against Kansas City as well, uh, then I want nothing to do with it. You mentioning this as well reminded me, Justice Hill is still on this team, and he was dressed this week. He Stop. made a season debut coming no. out of an, coming off an injury. So this running well, back backfield might get more convoluted no. before we have an answer. No. Not He's only do they have special teams. Please. Not only do they have five running backs and zero QBs, um, they have a sixth running back that dressed this week. Beautiful. <laughs> because let's be real, Lamar Jackson is a running back, and um, so isn't Robert Griffin before he got hurt. He's no, actually, yeah, uh, they're. Um, Sam Koch, the punter there. There's a quarterback. Yeah. yeah. He, he had that pass play. Hey, 118 rating. Beat Lamar Jackson. But, uh, I mean, Marquise Brown had a decent game. Four for 86. He couldn't find the end zone, but eight targets means he's getting involved. Mark Andrews just sniped the tar- uh, touchdowns like he always does. I mean, guy's a freak. Mark Andrews. Oh, yeah. yeah just- the TDs will come with him. I mean, he had 10 last year, and we were high on him this year just because of the yeah. touchdowns. Like, we don't, we don't care. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, don't wait- catch 50 balls if you catch 10 TDs. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, get, why get We've hit? been waiting on Mark Andrews, though. I mean, he's really hasn't been a standout tight end the last probably, I'd say, two weeks. Yeah, I think he exploded week yeah. one and then kind of the last two, and then this one's another good one. Yeah. And then on the flip side, Terry McLaurin looked great. He seems yeah. to be the only guy that's worth yep. starting in the, uh, in the receiving can, core. Uh, in the receiving uh, core. Uh, and then Antonio Gibson. <laughs> if, 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 which we told you to start if last Terry can, This is the thing, too, that if Terry can do this against Baltimore's defense, he should be able to do it to get any other defense. So I'm actually pumping the brakes on Baltimore's defense for a quick second. Just because of the last two weeks, I know one of them was KC. But watching what he got done and then watching what uh, Casey did just to Marcus Peters, he looks confused on the field. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Marlon Humphrey looks great. I will not begrudge yeah, you that point. It's Humphrey's the guy that, yeah. Chuck Clark, fine at safety. Maybe Earl Thomas not being back there, hurt, and they're playing whoever the I hell would the say other that guy absolutely is. Hurts. Oh, that's but, and also they lost deal. Tavon uh, Young, which is another corner uh, slot cornerback uh, for them. But Marcus Peters looks confused on the field. So I'm no longer worried about starting my wide receivers against Baltimore at least for the next couple weeks until something gets straightened out with him. All right, Tom, go ahead. Yeah. Carry. Carry on, Antonio. I love Antonio Gibson. <laughs> um, and that's all I'm going to say. More than Lev Bell? Um, <laughs> all right, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, I had, uh, there's no I chance. Had, <laughs> there's no that's a 5,000-word article is, coming your way. This is an Hold eight on. year Lev Bell romance. with or without Adam Gase? Without Adam Gase. No, love oh, with? Way, way better. With Adam Gase? <laughs> That's a still a hard one. Yeah. Fuck gays. Um Panthers upset the Cardinals, lock of the week. Upset the book burners. Very upset about that. This yeah, so this, this one I don't think the anybody back could have seen. Bridgewater. I, I want to throw this out there before we all go around the room. Cliff Kingsbury comes into the NFL and says, Hey NFL, I got this system. It's called an air raid system. Wow. Yeah. Let me tell you what the air raid system produced this past week. Five point five yards. Per completion. Not even, yeah, not Terrible. even a not full good. completion. 133 For yards. an air raid offense, for a team that just traded for DeAndre Hopkins, who have Christian Kirk and said, oh, he should go over 1,000 yards, still have the 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 Ryan Fitzmagic of wide receivers and Larry Fitzgerald, 
and they got some other guys, Andy Isabel and, and you know, Kenny Drake or whatever. Five and a half yards per completion. They're, Kyler Murray was not pushing the ball down the field at all. And now everybody else can go shit on them because that's that's my issue. Yeah, who's, that was who's bad. the corner that held Hopkins in check? That's what I wanted. A Dory Jackson. A Dory. Jackson. I can see that he has ninety six speed and Madden. Craig, come on. You yeah. think I don't know him well? Get with it. Craig. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins is some fucking Craig. <laughs> Pick the sticks up every once in a while, bud. Ninety six speed article. rating on Madden. I don't have. I don't if even have an Xbox. If you're above ninety five speed, I know you and everything about you, and I can tell you what your superstar dev is in three weeks. Um, but either way, Kyler Murray looked like trash. He did have three touchdowns, so he probably saved your fantasy day. He did fine that way. But Kenyon Drake is becoming a problem, and we're going to talk yes. about him. So yeah, I don't want to get I don't want to get too deep into it. Yes. But Chase Edmonds is becoming a problem to Kenyon Drake as well. So keep an eye out there. Flip side, Panthers. Teddy Bridge Muffins looking good. Bridge He's muffins. a winner. Guy's a winner. Two I said glo- it. Two gloves. Two gloves. Two gloves. Teddy two gloves. Teddy two gloves. Teddy two gloves. There we go. We Name haven't had that re- reference at all yet this no, year. No, that's beautiful. That's a good one. But I'm, I'm so happy for the guy, too. I mean, I, I, I say it all the time. He had such a raw shake out in Minnesota. Almost loses his leg. Loses his job. Goes out to the Saints. Probably learned a buttload from Drew Brees. Yeah. And now he's out here slinging it. Did you... Sorry to yeah. cut you off, no, no. but did you see him shimmy shake? Oh, what that a move. Oh, yeah, what a move. I'm watching that, and I'm like, Teddy! Like, welcome back to the NFL, bro. <laughs> like, can, go out there and make Can plays. we just say that before the Patriots, during this offseason when the, the Pats were all about Jared Stidham, Jared Stidham, Jared Stidham, I'm thinking to myself, go get go get Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. Like, realistically, go get Teddy Bridgewater. And then they show up with Cam. I'm not upset about it by any means. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but my first thought was, go get Teddy Bridgewater. I, I just think when you yep. weigh the salaries... Oh, go, yeah, absolutely. Teddy Bridgewater is getting paid, paid, getting paid for yeah. being realistically for yeah, he, when he was a backup. But, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you. At but all. because of the opt outs and stuff like that, at this yeah. point, where the so, Pats have thirty eight million dollars in cap space, yeah, something, something crazy. But it was, it, it was ballsy by the GM and the coach. Uh, knew both, both of them being uh, new, going and giving Teddy Bridgewater that contract, and he has seemed to find a really good connection with Mr. Robbie Anderson, who yeah. is the wide receiver one on this team. Absolutely not uh, DJ Moore. David Moore. Can I you wanna, say that again for him? DJ Moore. I wanted to make a joke and be like, oh, David Moore. And I was like, don't. Would have purposely done it. But <laughs> Do you mean my good friend, Deniston Moore? Deniston. That's a hell of a name. <laughs> Deniston <laughs> Jr. There is a second yeah, one. Yeah, that's it. No, right. he's the junior. Yeah, he's you're right. The there is a first one. Yeah. Sorry. But uh, but Mike Davis, Reggie Bonifan look good. Bonifan's on He's IR. done. Bonifan's yeah. cooked. Mike right. Davis, though, again, 16 for 84. Did a little catching. Not much, but... Five catches, 27 yards, whatever. He's a serviceable CMC replacement. He's obviously not Christian McCaffrey, and he's right. gone as soon as McCaffrey's back. But for now, if you if you, scoop, you if you had Christian McCaffrey and you scooped Davis, you are. Yep, you're sitting pretty. Super pretty. Like, like you that. have not been too upset that he's hurt. Too upset? I think uh-huh. you're, you're pretty pumped at the fact that, yeah, you're not getting Christian McCaffrey numbers, but you scooped Mike Davis yeah, like and you, you're not in last place in your league yeah. because you got first pick and took Christian McCaffrey. Like your team has probably continued to win as long as you didn't do something stupid and trade him for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Yeah, and you know, you're... <laughs> Which you're, is a uh, shame. He looked great week one and all of a sudden he's just, you know, he, he's a serviceable, bit, serviceable back, mind you. He's just not putting up yep. first round numbers like everybody thought he would this year. Um, I had something I was going to say. I can't remember what it was. Oh, but the other butthole of the NFL got fired. So Bill O'Brien got fired as the uh, Texan Texans head coach. 
uh, as they lost to the Vikings 31 to 23. Vikings getting their first win, and it took them their matchup against the Texans to do it. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. Th- these these two teams have underperformed mightily, and not only have well, I thought that the number yeah. the, the number one um, payroll think, in the league, Houston yes, Texans, that doesn't have their first round pick, which is actually slotted as pick number two. Ooh. I never <laughs> thought the hurts. Texans would be good. That I hurts. did think the Vikings would be good. So I'll yeah, that. and yeah. the Vikings defense was no. Uh, world beater or even close to average going into this game and the Texans which all they've done is revamp their offense and talk about how their offense is going to be something special at least that's what Bill O'Brien was trying to say and it fell flat on their face how can you say that your offense is going to be something special after you trade away DeAndre Hopkins Oh, because we got Brandon Cooks and we got Will Fuller. The both of them can Cooks, burn both. down the field. Oh, and oh, David Johnson, the resurgence of David, David Johnson, who hasn't done anything since his rookie year in the league because he's been hurt the well, entire he did, time. He did have, um, he did have that one year. He was, it was, it was close to the two thousand. Then he broke the arm, and it was all hell broke loose. Yeah, and then ever, ever since then, he's just a ball rolling down a hill. Just, yep. it's not happening. And then uh, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Just bashed the Texans defense to bits. Dalvin Cook had 27 carries. And we talked about it two weeks ago. Give him we the ball. We said, feed this yes, man. Right. They've fed the man the last two weeks. What do you do? He looked great. Two touchdowns, 130 yards. Uh, two, some physical runs in there, too. I love to see it. Two or three more weeks, and he blows a knee, though. Two, yeah. three more weeks. Yeah. Double two, two track. I was hesitant on Dalvin going into the season because of the of, of no, nah, because of Madison and how good Madison was last year. And I said, there's no way they look at Cook and say we shouldn't give him the ball 27 times. I'm very glad they're doing it because for fantasy, this is great. Um, the next two matchups, we're probably going to skip over pretty quick. Giants at the Rams. Oh, that was so the only thing here, and I'm taking another shot at McVay, you let the Giants hang around for three quarters of that game. It was 10-9 to nine going into the fourth quarter. That sucked. Yeah, no, I mean, this is, we know the Giants are bad. This game, even in a Rams win, is an indictment of the Rams. They look bad. The offense is not good. The defense is fine. I mean, you locked them up. Giants, nine points, good. Good for you. Like, really impressed. Not really at all. No, it's not. No, it's not. not. The second string San Francisco defense held them to, what was it, six? six? Yeah. Yeah, so the first string, all world, you know, they they have Jalen Ramsey. Mind you, you know, he's only on one guy, obviously, but... First string Rams defense held them to nine. Second string San Fran defense held them to six. So I wouldn't say, yeah, they won, but you can't be happy about that. This no, is but a vanilla just, offense. It, yeah. yeah, like, right, exactly. Right. So they came in the first year and they were like all over the world, crazy stuff, you know, boy genius McVay with this new hot style offense, and it disappeared after year one. Like, I haven't seen anything that's impressed me since. And everybody in this game had a bad week. Except for Cooper Cup, who caught a touchdown. Finally. You take the touchdown out, he had a bad week. There was two touchdowns in the entire game. And as a matter of fact, Dak Prescott passed for more yards than both quarterbacks combined here. <laughs> that <laughs> is nice. I love that. And the only reason that... It was 390 yards you, between the two. You, you could sit here and say the only reason that L.A. actually won that game is because Daniel Jones throws a pick on the five-yard line with a minute and a half left in the game. I mean, they're down eight driving down the field and he tries to force a ball in there on the five yard line instead of either a finding a better open receiver or b just throwing it out of bounds but instead you have to throw a turnover classic giants move right there i mean that's that's the problem but i mean they score a touchdown there they go for two it's a tie game they have the wrong manning prodigy 
starting for them. They need to go for that Arch Manning kid in high school. Oh my God, did he look good? <laughs> How big is his good? forehead, though? That's the, dude. You could that's tell. You, you could tell the helmet, helmet on <laughs> that he was a Manning. <laughs> I only wear John Revo helmets and do Buick commercials. But you're right, though. He 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 looked good. Um. They need him next. All right, Colts Bears. Col- Colts Bears. Um, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I specifically said don't do anything about this game because the Colts aren't allowing many plays, and they like nailed the average. The mm-hmm. Colts were aver- allowing, on average, 51 plays. Bears ran 52 plays. Yep. But this game, really this game that. was brutal, and I know whoever wrote the Ty comment. I know that was Dallas, so you can you can say what that is. Ty's butt cheeks. <laughs> Get rid of T.Y. We'll, we'll talk about T.Y. on the, on the oh, next T-Y-L. podcast. Oh, oh, we will talk <laughs> Zach about T.Y. Zach Pascal led him in yards and targets. The one guy that I'm still looking at, and I know he only had one catch, but it was for a touchdown, is Mo Alley-Cox. Oh, Antonio Again, Gates, Mo yes. Alley-Cox. Yeah. Who, who is Jack Doyle and Trey Burton? Yeah. No, I literally matter. texted Tom or whoever the hell during this game. I said, Mo Alley is becoming, like, he must roster. start. Right. Like, a must start. Oh, at this he's point, a must absolutely. roster, and he might be a must start. At this point, he's a must start. Yeah. At tight end, uh, you can't go worse than Antonio Gates 2.0. True. Um, Bills Raiders. This was. Yeah, I thought Allen was going to fall apart, but the Bills beat the Raiders 30 to 23. Like, there were points in this game, and I was like, okay, Allen hit back down to earth, and then he was like, no, I didn't. No. Yeah. I'm really good at football. Yes, he, he is. He makes a mistake here and there, and he's still young. Yeah, I, give him, I give him a big curve. Like, and I, I mean, maybe I shouldn't, but. He's still young, he, but he looks good. When he looks good, he looks really, really, really good. But when he looks bad, he looks really, really, really bad. Yeah. So the one thing that's the most encouraging part of it to me across the board is that he is on the same page with Stephon Diggs. And I was worried about that coming in. I said, I don't know if this is the fix. I, like, I don't know if they needed to add this deep threat. I mean, they had John Brown. Like, do we need another deep threat? Yeah, apparently they did because Stephon Diggs went for over 100 yards and looked freaking good. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's twice he's twice the man John Brown is. Yeah. Um, Height wise, or oh, he is talking numbers. We're we're talking everything. Yeah, okay. Um, I mean, length of certain body parts. He's (laughs) he's he's still keeping John Brown flex relevant, I think. Uh, But it is encouraging to find Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis. Like he's finding his receivers. I I really think that if I mean we were all high on Allen. If you took our advice and got him in the fifteenth round, you're getting. Oh yeah, he's out producing Lamar Jackson right now. So I mean, well, I mean, he's probably going in the ninth or tenth. But there were there were times he went later. But yeah, he he's he him and Rogers. I feel like they're the late round oh, quarterbacks. But but even ninth or tenth, <laughs> but even ninth or tenth round, you're going to be upset with Josh Allen. No, you should be no, absolutely. No, I, I got him in the fifteenth. Right but right yeah, right and I'll tell you what, different. next year he's entered that category as of being a in the Russell fifth. Wilson, yep. Lamar Jackson. Yep. Well, maybe not Lamar Jackson, but yeah, that Russell Wilson area. I think so. With so Lamar yeah, absolutely. Because realistically, I mean, Lamar Jackson is only doing stuff with his feet right now. Let's let's right. be honest. Right. He's throwing the ball. Don't get me wrong. He's finding Mark Andrews. Classic. Let's find the t- let's find the tight end. Big body. Marquise Brown has having, you know, he's up but, and down weeks, but he's Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, Mark and, Andrews, Mark and Andrews. NFL defenses are starting to figure it out. Oh, imagine a world in which Josh Allen could add a legitimate tight end to his team. He's throwing oh, to uh, Dawson Knox isn't legit. Dawson on, Knox, man. Tyler Croft, and uh, Lee Smith. So in, in he'll like go a, after Mo Alley Cox. He'd yeah. be perfect. Beautiful. It, he would be. He would be a good fit. But Gates can't. Uh, get, uh, Rivers. Won't Rivers be is able retiring to after Gates. this year. He uh, should retire well, after this year. By the way, he's not getting T.Y. Hilton the ball. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, I agree. The both um, All right, Eagles 49ers. Um, this game was... Great. Who put Wentz looks bad? 
Wentz doesn't look I bad. Put, I put a mitigating he clause got, right after. Wentz got booed off no. the field with no fans. Read the rest How of the sentence. Trying to tell me bitch. Wentz doesn't look bad, <laughs> but, it, but it's mostly the O-line. Wentz got. That. Let me that. repeat myself. Wentz got booed off the field with no fans. It's all. How you trying one, to tell me to Wentz doesn't look bad? That's Philly. That's Philly pumping in accurate audio into their stadium. As accurate as it gets. They had they had like five people throwing batteries at him too, just for the real feel for Philly. So, yeah. Anyway. I'm a big Carson Wentz guy, so I very much disagree with that. But the Eagles 25-20 over the 49ers. I don't think that you disagree that he looked bad. He made a couple good throws. We talked about it during the game. I would I would he, I would listen, say I listen. would say the opposite. I Can would we say talk? that he made a couple of bad plays and that's what you're focusing on. The leading receiver's name was Travis Fulgham. Obviously, he's yeah, going to have that some was issues. Who is that? Who was Fulgham? that? Travis Fulgham. Fulgham. That was Fulgham? no. That wasn't. I mean, we were talking about it via text, and I right. was ahead of you, and I go, "Ooh, wait for this dime, Tommy." Yeah, <laughs> and no, it, it was a great throw, but he looks like he's struggling as a result of having an absolutely piss poor offensive line around him. He has no time to throw. He's got nobody open because like because the wide receivers oh, don't know how oh, to separate one, half of one hundred rookies. One hundred percent. Carson Wentz should not be on anybody's fantasy football roster. Never mind in your starting lineup unless you're in a two quarterback league. The team looks awful. But I, I like Carson Wentz. I just and like is, him. And it is sad for Zach Ertz, but not for the tight end on the opposite side, which is uh, big nice. old George Kittle thirty points in his uh, comeback game this year. 15 receptions on 15 targets. The new Gronk. <laughs> Don't mind me, though. Just cracking into a cosmic distortion courtesy of our book burner, Mike Mahoney. Buying us all, buying us all yards beers for these Coming with a presence. 183 yards for a tight end is a cosmic distortion. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. I, I was playing against uh, Kittle this week, and, you know, it's... Full PP, full PPR, half PPR. The points are going to change, but in my league, he dropped forty, and I'm like, whoa, yeah, forty. He first week back, he drops forty. Let me check the stat line. Oh yeah, ten for hundred and eighty three. You know what was crazy? They were talking about last night. Is he's never had a multi touchdown game in his life. No, but you know who wild. has though. You know who has though. The Funyuns himself. Yep. <laughs> we'll Tenyon? get there. We'll get there. <laughs> the All Funyuns. Right. Okay. Um. On the 49ers side, I do want to say I think Ayuk, it's going to be very – keep an eye on him when Debo comes back to see how that plays out. Um, well, yeah, so I Nick mean – But Nick Mullins uh, pretty much stinks. He got benched for C.J. Beathard. So. C.J. Beathard The problem is Beathard's that – still on the 49ers? Oh, he yeah. is. He looked oh, fairly good, too. I liked really? Beathard better than Brian Hoyer did? Uh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. He knew okay. how many timeouts okay. he had. Oh, yeah. really? What do yeah. you know? That's all you got to do. <laughs> but to your he knew eye. that 17 seconds while in the back of the oh. pocket is. But can we also just mention the fact that they were mentioning? I'm sorry to interrupt. Way off topic. They were mentioning that Brian Hoyer is basically the second Fitz Magic, and that's oh. not even not, not even close. Oh. I did not. I will that. take Fitz Magic over Brian Hoyer every day of the week. Yeah, because Fitz Magic knows twelve how to play days Hoyer's, a week. If there Hoyer's was twelve never days had a performance in the NFL. I was like, I remember. Being good, I, I know we're way off topic, but I was saying last night Hoyer is the is oh the and guy, eleven is, in his is last the, eleven is starts. The backup quarterback from Blue Mountain State. He just got fat, dumb, and happy, and didn't. He knew that he never had to play again, and then best, all of a sudden came got COVID. best position in the game, Respect. backup QB. But back to the Niners. To your Ayuk point, him and Debo do the same thing. You watch the game, like Ayuk runs jet sweeps for yardage and gets short passes, right. and then does it with his feet. Debo's the same thing. Even the announcers saying like Debo's a running back who plays receiver, like. He runs heavy, he plays heavy, but he runs the same game that Ayuk does. So 
you're going to see him eat into that role because Debo's been there for an additional year, and I think everybody perceives the better receiver. So, Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just going to be interesting to see how how that distribution works out because it it might be very difficult to start either of them when both – like, they might not be able to coexist. Right. To, yeah. And with all the injuries, though, it might just be the two of them and the two of them and Kittle, and maybe that's okay. But you start bringing in Kendrick Bourne and trying to work him in, and then you start talking about Dante Pettis. Is he still there? <laughs> but like, then, but the, returning but, but, kicks, tra- playing. Tra- right, but, but then you bring back the the healthy running backs. You get Raheem Mostert. You get Tevin Coleman. It's like where the right, looks right. like these guys catch balls too. So where are you going to go? Right. I'm in firm belief though that that once Debo really is up and running, that it's going to be his show. I agree. Um, but, yeah. All right. We, let's we, we move on. Yeah, we move on. We digress. Um, Craig, you can talk about the Blue Mountain State quarterback. Well, that's literally he, uh, like yeah, choked so away the game. I wish I wish I Chiefs knew beat. to wait that this was the next matchup because yeah. I would have led into that. But yeah, so Chiefs Chiefs beat the Patriots twenty six to ten on the back of uh, Chiefs won off the back of Brian Hoyer and his mistakes. So and Craig, you can go through those if you'd like. No, I don't want to go through. I don't want to relive. <laughs> we, we, don't don't want to, we don't have all night. Yeah. But <laughs> we literally do. Like, it was 26-10. This game was not 26-10. No. Like, th- no. this felt like That's a close right. game of, up until the end. And realistically, I mean, I think the Chiefs still maybe win the game even in in a perfect world for the Patriots. But maybe like a 26-21 kind of number. Either way, they locked up Patrick Mahomes for a lot of that game. And the defense did all they could do with the... The, the lack of production on the on the offensive side, you know, you drive the field, turn it over on the five yard line. Drive the field, turn it over on the thirteen yard line. Drive it, drive the field, forget to call a timeout or try to call a timeout when you have no timeouts left and you take a sack on third down when you could easily kick the field goal tied at the half. Like this is routine stuff that Hoyer can do, and he got pulled for Jared Stidham. So, how that, do you feel right now, by the way? Pull for Jared Stidham. I told I told him from day one or from minute one they should have started Stidham to play the game, and everybody said, "Oh, Hoyer gives us a real shot to win because he's a, a you know crafty veteran, a crafty veteran that can't count to three. Oh, he can't a, count to three timeouts. Oh, and eleven in his last eleven <laughs> NFL starts. How are you? I'm so angry, but Mahomes held in check by the Patriots defense for the, for the most part. I mean, the stat line in the box score isn't going to show that because he has Tyreek Hill and yep. he's got Travis Kelsey who we Yeah, I want to say he had one times. bomb to Kelsey, one long Mecole play to Hill. Hardman. Miko Hardman actually had a pretty good night. And again, most did. of it on yep. the ground. It's such yeah. a soft play too. I mean, it it counts all the same, but like he throws that little jet touch pass where it's like a, a half-yard pass forward to Miko Hardman on what's well, really right. a jet sweep. But he counts the pass. Mahomes gets his stats. Everybody gets his stats. Everybody gets happy. Everybody talks about how good so Mahomes is with the deep ball. He stats. threw it 1.2 inches. So I just went just through. Just like Nikhil Harry's jump. I just went through <laughs> Mahomes' entire um, you know stat line for the last couple of years. Uh, 230 passing yards is what he had against the Patriots defense. His average in his career is 300. So 70 yards less is actually a very big number. So holding him in check was was actually a huge deal. There was this game should have been at least nine to six going into that at least at the third, very least yeah. third quarter. So and realistically, Mahomes should have had two additional picks that were just straight dropped by and, Patriots. And, and, and you want to talk about drops? Talk about freaking Julian Edelman. Oh my god! Right. Well, first Piece of all, how of did, so what happened with the J.C. Jackson thing? He jumps up in the air expecting to have to throw his hands up over his head, but it's down here. Yeah, I don't his know, mind, that was an was, unnecessary jump on the defense kind of he, like that thing. Was the like, easiest, that was like, that, that's the easiest pick you'll almost ever see in the NFL I other think, than the bobble <laughs> by Julian Edelman to Tyron Matthew. I mean, what do you expect? He I think, honestly, like he cared. J.C. Jackson goes, 
There's no way this ball can be that badly thrown. I'm just I'm seeing this wrong. I have to jump. <laughs> and and that's it was the same thing that happened in Matthew's head. Yeah, actually, after the the Edelman, uh, like, Matthew did not know that ball was in his chest by the no. time that he had caught it. And and again, like you said, it looks like Edelman doesn't care. Like you, like muff a pass like that. Turn around and try to make a tackle. You know didn't somebody's he, covering didn't you. Didn't even attempt to lay out for him or anything. You just gave up on it him. It was you know what it was. It was the equivalent of last year when uh, Tom Brady threw an out route, the same out route to Nikhil Harry, and it got pick six. And Harry didn't try, and he got benched. If Julian Edelman's not Julian Edelman, he gets he did, benched. No, he situation. did get benched. He did. He did. Even better. Well, he did get benched. So there was the other thing too. Was so his stat line actually shows three receptions for six targets, but. There was another ball that went through his hands that Olszewski bailed them all out on. Yes. So he actually had four total drops on the day. Julian Edelman. He led the league in drops last year. I was going to say, Julian Edelman, dating back to the beginning of last season, has 11 drops on from you know day one up until today. That's eight more than the next highest receiver. He's That's old. Terrible. He's I'm done. Glad, I'm glad we get all this out. So when we get to hold them, fold them, we can just say the same thing over again. <laughs> no problem. Um Damien okay. Harris looks da- good. Next. Yeah, I was going to say, Damien Harris looked good, and we'll uh, pause to see on that. that Sony uh, Michelle IR. Sony, Sony Michelle's on the IR, and they haven't specified if it's three weeks, six weeks, however long it is. So for right now, I don't think they're going to. Like They don't have to. Right now, I still think it's a cluster F to get there uh, to figure out who that back's going to be, but um, Damien Harris should be rostered. Uh, choke artist Falcons um, lost to the Packers 30-16. to 16. Um, this time they were down though. I know you you've got a you've got a storyline to talk about, Mister Funyuns. Uh, oh, Robert Tanyan. Yeah, Robert Tanyan. I mean, absolutely Tanyans. blows Hit up of the who, week. First of all, who is this guy? Second of all, oh, nobody knows who he is. Yeah, let's just pick him up because Mercedes Lewis is out. Okay, Mercedes Lewis just lost his job last night. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah, three touchdowns to Tanyan. Marcus Valdez. They like, lost. His they job did last say night. that yes. the knock on Tanyan is that he does not block. So then who cares? Who, guess what? If he catches, so guess what? Shift him to wide he receiver. Was, yeah. <laughs> no, he was cares, already bro. a converted wide receiver. Yeah, he started well, I, there. I thought, it, realistically, I'm going to be honest with you. At, when it started, I thought he was the fill-in for MVS. I thought he I It took me a, a full half to realize that he was filling in for Mercedes Lewis. Yeah. Realistically, because he doesn't look like a tight end. He's not like a massive guy. I mean, he's right. 6'5", 260. He's no, I, I get it. He's... He, He's he's not a you know like yeah no I could beat him up but like <laughs> he just I know what you're saying he's no Mo Alley Cox yeah no, no he's he's not a go. gargantuan guy no like, I, I feel you and he he moves pretty well so one guy I'm just gonna throw the name out there no it's old, don't do it's it. an old school name Jordy Nelson yeah mm. who Jordy. I mean the as, one as the not, one good season as, Jordy as, Nelson as Steve Straker would say Gordy. Gordy Nelson. Gordy Nelson. One good season, uh, Gordy Nelson. You know was, what? I think I Aaron Rodgers just like throwing a white receiver's mic. Telling you, <laughs> oh, boy. Just telling you. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I actually do I think, think that MVS, uh, they, I, I think the number two receiver for <laughs> is, a, is a tight end. It's a tight end. Even, yeah, for, even for the announcers last night said just when like you said, Lazard comes back, it can right. be... Or Lazard and Adams come back. It could be Adams, Lazard, and Tunyon. Tunyon yeah. They completely erased MVS from any, uh, I don't know, consideration. Yeah. Um, all right. I want to jump to the Falcons side of this real quick. Um, so we had a Todd Gurley sighting. I mean, he found the end zone. He put over 10 Twice. fantasy points. Um, right. Um, Calvin Ridley got erased. 
Hayden Hurst was nothing. I mean, the passing offense was nothing. Matty Ice was was choking. The and problem this, was- this all came after Julio Jones got out. So it's interesting to see how Atlanta's game plan changed from when Julio was active to when Julio wasn't active, and then they leaned on the running game. And then Ito Smith and Brian Hill are like, and, and you have Calvin Ridley." What the craziest doing? thing was that the passing game wasn't erased. They decided to throw it to Christian Blake and whoever the fuck Zacchaeus. Yeah, Ol- so Olamide Zacchaeus. There you go. So Calvin Ridley goes off, absolutely off. First four weeks, number one wide receiver in the league for fantasy. And uh, how many points did he get last night? Settle. How he many a, receptions? He, got a, he had a goose egg plus, uh, not not plus, but he had five targets, and and one of them, which was not thrown to him, which we were we were kind of yelling at the TV about, was it was an easy freaking read. It was third down. And they had five yards to go on the goal line, and he goes from the outside, comes inside. Uh, about 10 yards, cuts out, and was wide open, not 10, 15 yards around him, was was a wide receiver. So, Matt Ryan didn't even look his way. So my suspicion, and I said this briefly in our group chat last night, was that they were deliberately avoiding Ridley and Gage because of some sort of injury. And I know they had designations throughout the week, and they played. You have to throw them the you, ball. They're but, on the you, but you have a, the two-minute drill towards the end of the game. They're trying to score points. They're, they have no timeouts. They're trying to manage the clock. And you have Gage on one side, Ridley on the other. They both run out routes. They're wide open on the sideline. So you're trying to manage the clock, right? So a catch, in a, a catch in out of bounds helps you. And Matt Ryan throws it to the dead middle of the field and lets the clock keep running to a covered guy. There so is, there is something going on there. That, I'll tell you that's exactly Boston College on. education right there. <laughs> True. <laughs> and, who, and who educates the freaking teachers? Dan Quinn is next online. I'm telling I, you, this yeah. everything that we just said lines up for poor coaching, and that's exactly what's happening. He with can't. This team. He cannot be ahead of Adam Gase, though. Yeah, yes, please. Cannot be. Shoot, does, does, like, real, Jets... like realistically, I understand Bill O'Brien's gone at this point, but how is stop? I know this is later segment. Stop playing with my emotions. How is Adam Gase still a coach right now? After everything that we heard last week, they need to beat the Broncos. They need to beat the, the Broncos. Thing is, well, guess what? You didn't beat the Broncos. Mahoney just comes on and gets us. I just he, he just gets, gets it. it. And I'm gonna I'll, I'll, let me answer you this, okay? Because he went to Denver and he said, "Get my quarterback hurt, so I have an excuse to stay." Adam Gase is a slime ball. I cannot fuck prefer, that guy. I cannot slime ball. I actually how saw does Sam something? Darnold? We not almost come. made it through one whole podcast. That Adam I actually Gase. saw something pretty funny. I saw something that someone goes. Imagine how good Peyton Manning would have been in Denver if Adam Gase wasn't his coach. <laughs> I mean, bet, better than, what was it, 55 touchdowns? That was the joke. Yeah. Um, um, no, but but realistically, though, I mean, I get why Bill O'Brien's gone, but there's no the way you is, can put anybody in front of Adam Gase right now. He's well, starting Frank Gore over Le'Veon Bell. I think Adam Gase just knows he's bad and he's collecting a paycheck, so that's why he's sat Lev Bell. Look at him. He's sat Denzel Mims. I think he's he's done all these things because he knows he's just waiting out that money, whereas uh, uh, Bill O'Brien, who's got a good team and failed, obviously gets fired because they have high expectations. Same thing with the Falcons. They have high expectations. That's why I think Quinn's next. But you know how you wait out that money, though? You win. No, you you do exactly what Gase does and goes, all these good players are hurt. He just knows he's bad. He's just collecting a paycheck. He is uh, He is not a good NFL football coach. He's okay. not a good person. So that is the week four recap. He is not a good person. I could <laughs> You don't know that. Hours. You don't know him as a person. I would <laughs> willing to bet I wouldn't like him. I'm not disagreeing. Um, but you you, if you met him in real life, you'd just scream at him about Lev Bell for like two are hours. You, are you fucking kidding me? Him, him and every other. He, he has the strongest hamstrings oh. ever. Okay. Him and every on. other Jets fan, though. Kalen Balazs got cut. 
Thank God. Probably not by Gase's orders, but Kalen Balazs was awful in that Thursday night game. Okay. Top Shelf Fantasy, topshelffantasy.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Top Shelf, FNTSY. Coming up next, we have Holden Foldem, Buy Low, Sell High. More opinions for you. More stuff. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay